fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Trouble in paradise, I'm telling you. Trouble in paradise. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to talk about it. But trouble in it's not cheeseburger in paradise, although that does seem appropriate with the warm weather that we're getting really across the nation in the middle of December. Here in the Wichita area, where I'm based out of near 80 degrees yesterday. Cooled off a little bit today, high of like 50. But nonetheless, it's still not snowing and not freezing. So there is that trouble in paradise on the Democrat side. Kamala Harris say that she and Joe Biden have yet to discuss on running for re-election in 2024. That's after just like a week ago when Joe Biden said that he's already planning, hell yes, I'm planning on running for your 2024 elections. Just like Beto O'Rourke, hell yes, I'm going to take your AR-15. But yet, apparently he hasn't had that conversation with his vice president. So I wonder what's going to happen there. Trouble in paradise, my friends. It gets more entertaining every single day, doesn't it? Hey, welcome into the program, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you very much. Your Millennial General reporting for duty like we do every single day. We have a heck of a show, like usual, lined up for you. Bottom of the hour, Trent Talbot. He is the founder and CEO of BraveBooks.us. We've had just about all of the book authors on from Brave Books. We've almost had all of them on the program. I think we're like one or two behind. We need to get some more on. I've been pushing this really hard because I love this idea. We've talked so much about how I guarantee you I can put almost an entire paycheck on it. And I say almost because, by golly, got to have a little bit of pennies in my pocket. But I would almost put an entire paycheck on it that the midterm elections of next year are going to be focused almost solely around the youth of America. The Democrats are going to be saying we need to take care of them with social programs. The Republicans are going to say that you don't have any control as a parent in the classroom. And I think that that's going to be the focus is educating the youth, which needs to be, by the way. It needs to be, and it has been somewhat, but I think it's going to be taken up to another level because I think most individuals realize that, and I think this has really been exposed since COVID, that they've had very little power and say and control in their local classroom for their public education system. We just haven't. That's why the school boards have been running rampant. We haven't focused on elections on school boards. And then when this last year happened, oh, your kids have to wear masks. And we're like, wait, no, no, they, they don't. Thanks, they don't. Your kids have to get vaccinated. There's a story out right now, and we're going to talk about it with a guest here in the next couple of weeks. But there's a story, a few different stories of education districts, school districts that are uh, vaccinating children without the parents consent for like a free pizza sort of thing. And the kids come home and, hey, how was how was school today, honey? Oh, it was great. I got vaccinated today. They gave me a shot. Wait, what? Yeah, they gave me a pizza. They said if I wanted to get a pizza, then I could get vaccinated. They gave me a shot. I was okay with it. That's kind of the shenanigans going on in some districts right now, and I think it's very concerning for some. At the same time, still battling some mask mandates because, well, you know, the Omicron variant, very, very scary. We'll get to that here in just a second. But that's why we need to start educating kids on how to think, not what to think, at a very early age. And I'm talking like before they get into preschool and kindergarten, we need to start teaching them. 
little voice of reason. I like to use this example because I have a seven-year-old daughter, for those that don't know, and she's grown up with this stuff, obviously, having a talk show host as a father, where she's been entwined with this. But I want her to think, and by golly, she's a smart cookie. She wants. I, I know she's going to be a business entrepreneur someday. She, she'll come to work with me once in a while at the radio station on a weekend or something when I'm here doing stuff, and I'll go into the uh, office or the studio where I have her kind of playing and set up, and she'll have all of her toys laid out with like prices under them. She's like, I, I welcome to Isla's shop. I want to start doing a business. So I know she's going to be an entrepreneur, so I want her to start thinking that way. I want her to think as a business-oriented individual. I want her to start planning and start structuring and start preparing on if you're going to do it, let's do it the smart way, let's do it the proper way, and oh, by the way, the government's out there to get your taxes, tax money as well. Yeah, so we're trying to prepare her properly, but we need to start teaching kids at a very young age this kind of stuff. Because the agenda from the liberal progressive socialist nut jobs apparently are out there running rampant and they're trying to brainwash our kids at a very early age. So we need to get them to start challenging it. Even I would love to see like a first grader and be like, no, you know what? That identity politics thing, that's not right. I don't really care what color the skin color they are. And why are you teaching us this? If I saw first graders talk about that, I would die to see that. Bravebooks.us. We'll talk with uh, Trent Talbot coming up at the bottom of the hour about how to try and start educating our kids and making them uh, learn how to think, not actually what to think. Because there are a lot of people, obviously, that are having a, a difficulty understanding that concept because when the government or the media tells them something, they just automatically believe it. If they say, COVID, very, very scary, we're all going to die unless you get vaccinated. I know, I know you're probably already annoyed with that. Sounder, there's a reason that I play it over and over like that because it needs to be annoying because what these people do are absolutely annoying. It's making your ears bleed just a little bit thinking about, and I know you're probably tired of hearing about COVID as well, but here's a headline for you from one of the, uh, who is this? This is University of Minnesota. The CIDRAP, Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy, U.S. to hit 800,000 COVID-19 deaths is Omicron now in 36 states. Now, I want to read that headline again. I want you to pull away what you get from this headline. U.S. hits 800,000 COVID-19 deaths is Omicron now in 36 states. To me, that is an extremely misleading headline. U.S. hits 800,000 COVID-19 tests. That's a BS number anyways. Got to be radio appropriate here. That's a BS number anyways. 800,000 people have not died from COVID. 800,000 people have died, and COVID-19 is on the birth certificate as one of the numerous different uh, reasons for death. The latest numbers that I have seen shows 80 to 90% of all of the COVID-19 deaths have had at least four to six different uh, reasons for their death on the birth certificate. Again, COVID may be enhancing some of them to cause it. Maybe. We don't know. Every Obviously, every single individual is different on how it's actually happened. But if you have cancer and you're on your deathbed and you get COVID and you test positive at the last day, then they're like, oh, I got COVID-19, ended up killing somebody. This has been confirmed. We hear from nurses. We hear from doctors. We hear from firsthand families that are like, wait a second, they didn't die from COVID. But yet they put it on the death certificate and it's being counted as a COVID-19 death. Why would they do that, Andy? Because the hospital gets money and the government gets to hand out more money to hospitals and different agencies. So, of course, they're going to do that. So let's just set that aside for a second, shall we? 800,000 COVID-19 deaths as Omicron now in 36 states. 
Have you heard of, and maybe I've missed it, I don't listen to a whole lot of mainstream talk, uh, mainstream media or talk shows on TV. I, don't, I just don't pay attention to them a whole lot. So maybe they have numbers. I have yet to see them. How many deaths are specifically from Omicron? I, I'm waiting because I don't know. I haven't heard of any. The last I heard, the only death that I am aware of is from the United Kingdom in London, where they say near 50% of all the London cases are Omicron variant cases. One person has died. Now, we're talking thousands and thousands of people that have the variant or have COVID altogether. 50% of them are from Omicron. One person died. They South America or South Africa is saying, yeah, this is not that bad of a variant. But the new push for fear and paranoia has hit an intense level like we've never seen because, the again, as we've mentioned many times before, on the left side of the aisle, when the policy or the agenda or the fear tactic doesn't work, they don't change it. They just crank up the dial and intense the heat to make it even more intense. They have nothing else to do. They have no other talking points. They have nothing else to go to because it's a failed policy. It's like with Donald Trump. You know, they couldn't go back to and do something different with Donald Trump in the reelection. They had to just crank up the dial and intensify the heat about how he's a racist, how he's a bigot, how he's a horrible human being, how he's a fascist, how he's a Nazi, how all this other garbage. They didn't have anything new. They just cranked it up and tried to intensify those arguments. Here's what I mean why they try to intensify and what they're trying to do. It's all starting to come together, why everything's happening the way it happens right now at this moment in time and why the cross, uh, why the paths are crossing. While they fear 800,000 COVID-19 deaths, it's a lie. That's the number they try to push out. Here's the other one from the Daily Mail. CDC issues a grim forecast going into Christmas Day that cases of COVID-19 may jump 55% to over 1.3 million cases and that deaths may surge by 73% to 15,000 a week as Omicron becomes the dominant strain. They're not even trying to hide the fact that they're saying Omicron is going to kill 15 15,000 people a week in the United States. Now, for a severely less severe variant, I don't know how that's the case. I don't know how there were. We haven't seen, as far as I'm aware, we haven't seen 15,000 deaths a week in the entire year of the pandemic. Maybe we have. I don't really know. CDC warns that as many as 1.3 million new COVID-19 cases could be happening, and deaths could be jumping by near 73% as it's... uh, Let's see. The Omicron variant has been uh, sequenced in 241 times in 37 U.S. states, including Washington, D.C. So it's all over the place. Obviously, it's an airborne variant and deaths could increase by 73 percent. Is that the case? Is that really true? I don't believe it is. I really don't. But here's where the fork in the road happens and where we start merging policy that's happening right now that doesn't seem like it's somewhat relevant to COVID-19. As you know, now that we've seen the boosters, now that we've seen the vaccines, now that we see this fear tactic happening right now, you're all going to die unless you get vaccinated. You don't have to get a vac- a, a, a variant-specific booster. You just need to get a booster and you get your two shots and your booster shot so that way you can survive. Here's where it crosses because it's all about control. It's all about the power. It's all about the insanity. And this was a piece of audio hat tip to Fox News and the Laura Ingram program late night on Fox, if you end up watching that one. This is a clip out of the UK where they're crossing COVID-19 and environmentalist Green New Deal. I know. Here's what she had to say. That we can design a transport system that is fit for the future and free of fossil fuels, which moves us away from the 20th century thinking 
centered around uh, private vehicle ownership and towards greater flexibility with personal choice. <laughs> personal choice. I'm going to play that again in a minute, but I want you to really let that absorb. That was, by the way, Trudy Harrison. She's the UK Secretary of Transportation over in uh, over in England, over in the UK, where they're using COVID to say, all right, we need to control the masses now in a micromanagement level because, you know, it's oh, the variants spreading all over the place. People are dying. You know, chaos and anarchy are happening in the streets. We need to put a control bit into the population so that way we can stop the spread of the variants of COVID-19. Oh, by the way, let's use this opportunity to throw in environmentalism as well to try and lower our greenhouse gases. We need to get rid of private vehicle ownership, which, by the way, is never going to happen in the U.S. That's a way too big of an industry all over the country. So it's a pipe dream to try to implement here. However, the Green New Deal, the infrastructure package, this Build Back Better plan is essentially what it's doing by increasing public transportation to say, hey, we need to get away from the 20th century, you buying your own vehicle, driving, doing your own thing. We just need to make public transportation with trains and buses and whatever more accessible so that way you have more freedom to go about your day while we can contain certain areas so that way if outbreaks happen, then we can make sure that everybody's safe and we know where to quarantine because of who was actually riding on those trains or buses or anything else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting rid of private vehicle ownership to get rid of greenhouse gases and to contain you if you ever get exposed to COVID-19. Now, let's in the UK, but where do the left wings try to idolize? Well, that's right, Europe and the UK and all the socialist policies they have over there. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great Republic.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. This is insane. Ah, this is really funny. So the, the fear tactics continue. I know you're sick and tired of hearing about COVID. I know you want to talk about other things, but this is super important. I've never seen such a wild push for control by trying to scare you to death, by making you run out to get uh, booster shots or COVID vaccines or whatever else they want to get. Again, if you want to do it, do it on your own accord, not because the government's telling you you have to or else you're going to die. Do it because you've done the research, you feel comfortable, and you go do it. I don't care. Does it really matter to me? So while they say that we could be seeing 15,000 deaths a week and deaths surging by 15% because of the Omicron variant, because of that specifically, and how we could have a massive increase in cases for the Christmas holiday because, you know, people are actually out celebrating and enjoying family and seeing people with human contact. I Google, I went over during the break and I went over to a Google. I know I usually don't Google now. I do the duck, duck, go. But I Googled and I asked how many people have died from Omicron? And the first headline that popped up was the Washington Post U.S. COVID-19 death tolls reach 800,000 as Omicron variant poses the latest threat. That didn't answer my question because it's an extremely misleading headline. How many people have died from Omicron variant? How many? So I scroll a little bit down, no, and common questions. And here's one. Has there been any deaths from the new COVID-19 variant Omicron? All right. So I clicked on it. Here's what it had to say. And this is why they're not getting the response that they're expecting. So, again, instead of changing the talking points, they crank up the dial to try to intensify it to just the blind fear rage that, you know, people panic, the panicking thing, panic shopping. Oh, do it right now or else it's never going to be around again. It's what they're essentially doing with this. This is according to the World Health Organization and NPR. So it's not me. It's not a right-wing news source. It is NPR, which is government-funded, and the World Health Organization. So far, there have been no reported deaths linked to the Omicron variant. (laughs) Oh, man. Now, we have half of London where the Omicron variant is their COVID-19 cases. We have in the U.S. here 36 or 37 states with confirmed cases, and they're trying to say that that's led to the 800,000 deaths in the nation, which is uh, by the way, false again and uh, lack of information. Uh, hashtag fake news. You are fake news. And it's also the fact that they're saying we could increase to 15,000 deaths a week, up 73% in the nation because of Omicron, when Omicron right now is 3% of all the U.S. cases in the U.S., and there have been no reported deaths linked to the Omicron variant in the United States. That was a mouthful. I know it was a lot. Take a minute to regurgitate all that information. 3% of all COVID-19 cases right now in 37 states, zero deaths from Omicron, but it's supposed to lead to 15,000 a week. That's insane. They contradict themselves left and right every step of the way. And instead of changing the talking points like they used to do, they used to be so smart. I think they're getting desperate. I think they're getting anxious. They're so close to implementing their crazy radical socialist takeover of micromanaging your life that they don't want to try and think about it smartly. It's kind of like what we talked about yesterday, throwing the biscuit. (laughs) Okay, so at the home, funny story at home, our little one, she can't say spaghetti. So she says when that's her favorite meal, by the way, and she goes, I want biscotti. So I'm going to start using that word now. It's it's biscotti. It's not spaghetti. It's biscotti. It's Paschetti. I want Paschetti. I'm going to throw the Paschetti at the wall, see what sticks, and actually run with whatever may happen. The rest of them may just fall along. But we don't have time to strategize here. We just need to scare everybody. (laughs) No Omicron variant deaths in the U.S., but the headline is we reach 800,000 as Omicron poses a threat to the U.S. 
if it's in 37 states and it's 3% of all the cases right now, why haven't we seen any deaths from Omicron? But go out and get the vaccine. Go out and get the booster because you should be very, very terrified about this. They're losing their minds because they're losing on the talking points. And they're the only talking points that they have. They're it. They create them. But it's failing miserably. People are waking up. Common sense is prevailing. Reason is prevailing because you actually are aware of what's going on in your surroundings and you're not falling for it. And they're getting angry. They're not getting smart. They're getting angry. And just like when someone gets angry and irrational and emotional, they don't think things through and they do irrational, emotional things that just kind of heighten the stupidity of where they're at in their life at that time. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Oh, I still laugh at the craziness going on in the world right now. The lack of just common sense and reason, the lack of just individual thought, putting things together and be like, wait, does it add up? Does it verify itself? Does it actually make sense? And there's so little of that going on. It makes me sad, yet it makes me laugh a little bit, but then I feel really sad because there's so little of it in the world. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of it, but at the same time, there are a lot of people that just don't. And it's very bothersome to me. Welcome back into the program. Halfway through the show today for a free uh, pre-Friday celebration. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. So, by the way, a little programming note for you. We are banned on YouTube again right now. I don't know why. It came up today and said that there was misinformation. A guest that we had on that we weren't even talking about. This didn't even make any sense. Um, it was Scott Shea with Conspiracy U, the book on conspiracy theories coming from campuses and the different conspiracy theater theories that are out there from the left and from the right on conspiracy and dangers of conspiracies. I love the conversation. We're going to get him back on the show. But that show apparently was blocked on YouTube because it was misinformation about something with the Donald Trump election on 2020. And we don't spread misinformation about the Trump election in 2020. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm trying to think back and rack my brain. I don't think we even talked about that topic there. Very strange. So we're not on YouTube right now. But you can find us on the other streaming sites on Facebook, YouTube, uh, not YouTube, but Twitter, twitch.tv, also Instagram, TikTok, ourfreedombook.com, and of course the website at hoosierreason.com. Got to give a shout out. Go to the hoosierreason.com website right now, H-O-O-S-E-R, reason.com. We've started to update it. We still have some more stuff to do with the website, but we have some more content on there. We do have the live audio feed on there as well, so if you're not near a station and you just listen to the podcast every day, but you want to listen to it live, 
We're, first off, we're working on radio affiliates near you, and we're getting there. There's more we're jumping on. But you can listen to the audio stream live on the website at whosyourreason.com now, which is really awesome. We also have our links to our social media. We have links to other things as well. We have our blog on there. We have our newsletter you can sign up for. Really awesome, really cool, and we appreciate you doing this. We have more people doing that every single month. Uh, because of the social media issues that we've been having, I, I'm been teasing that there's some really big news coming up, and I'm going to give it to you right now real quickly before we get to our guest, because why the heck not? What's trending today? So I've been really excited. I've been waiting for it because we've been trying to work out the logistics and the technical side behind it, but it's going to start. So if you watch the social media feeds on our Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, whatever, it's going to be done in a little bit different fashion because it's going to be joining another network. Now, you know, I have my network with the Hoosier Media Network, and that is growing. But we also have another network that we're starting to partner with online. They are huge. They are, as Donald Trump says, they are bigly. They are big. They are huge. And it's OpsLens. You can find them online, OpsLens.com. And I believe starting on Monday, we're going to start streaming on OpsLens. They have... Just about a million followers on Facebook alone. Now, they have all the sites, including Rumble and on Twitter and on Facebook and on Twitch and everything. They have all their channels. They also have their app. That's the OpsLens app that you can download and their website at OpsLens.com where you can watch the feeds on all of those. They have like a million subscribers and they they find different programs that they pull and they broadcast all day long. And they are picking us up live at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central Time, every single day, Monday through Friday. And it's a huge opportunity. We really appreciate them and love them to death. I'm really excited to partner with them for this program. And we're going to start that next week. So stay tuned because things are getting hot and heavy and things are going to start kicking off for 2022 in a major big way. So we appreciate them. We love them. And we'll have more information on that tomorrow. But first, I want to shift gears a little bit and get to our next guest. Really excited to chat with this guy. As he and we've talked to him before, he is the founder CEO of Brave Books. Now, we've talked to just about all of these authors. We have focused a lot of attention on the youth of America because we need to focus on teaching kids again how to think, not what to think. Or else, if we did that, maybe we wouldn't be in the situation we are with some of the COVID nineteen garbage that's going on right now. Really excited to have on the program with us here, Trent Talbot, with us here. Trent, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good, Andy. How, how are you doing? Hey, living the dream. I appreciate it. It's good to talk to you again. You guys have been, this is what, like month number seven or eight or something you guys are rolling on with this, isn't it? Yeah, it started in July, so it's been six months. Six and months. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a hell of a year. We've uh, we've grown like crazy, and, and 2022 is even going to be bigger. It's yeah. going to be awesome. That's awesome. I'm telling you, 2022 is going to be a big year for, for content out there, which is perfect for the midterm elections, because I don't know about you, i got a good feeling about the elections next year. Yeah, it sure seems like that, right? Um, yeah, it seems like it's going to be a red wave, as I say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, we talked right as you guys were launching. I, I believe it was like a month or two right before your first book was actually released. For those that don't know about what you guys are doing with Brave Books, talk about this because it's it's not just you go and purchase a book. I think you can, but you really sign up for a membership and you get a book every single month for your kids. Right, yeah, we... We're a subscription-based company, and we make um, in which every month members get a new book that teaches a different um, traditional value. And so we've done books on sanctity of life, dangers of communism, cancel culture, gender identity. We got a book on honesty. Upcoming in twenty twenty two, we tackle things like freedom of speech, um, socialism, and and yeah. So it, you know, we're our our big deal. If you're going to boil it down into a sentence, is we we want to facilitate the transmission of values from one generation to the next, 
and yeah. and we do that by um, getting these getting these kids engrossed into this whole universe that we've created and all the characters and the fun stories. And in the back of the books, we have uh, what we call the Brave Challenge, which is lots of games and discussion questions. And, and the whole point is to facilitate um, these conversations between parents and their kids, so that so that you know the, these kids aren't raised by cultures and their screens, and 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 they're taught to, to think through you know through culture, but but by their parents. And, and so that's what we're that's what we're, we're trying to do. It's amazing. Now, what age groups is this really primarily focused on? Four to twelve. Wow. Wow. Starting them early. That's right. Well, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, the the left has been, you know, um, targeting kids um, at, you know, age four or less for for a long time. And it's sort of sort of everywhere that our kids are seeing. And, and, you know, in my opinion, you know, when when we were growing up, you know, our, our parents had the luxury of sort of taking a passive approach to parenting. But but those days are, are long gone. Um, you know, they could they could drop us off at school, pick us up, take us to baseball practice and then let us watch TV at night. We ended up OK because, you know, th- there wasn't this huge indoctrination that was being pushed from the left. But so now that passive approach is not an option. Yeah. You know, if, if we, we take that pa- a passive approach, our kids will be will end up being indoctrinated everywhere they go, at the movies, on their phones, at school. And in my opinion, they'll grow up to hate their country, to hate their parents, and to hate themselves. And, and so that's why it's so important for us as parents, it's our duty to you know, to engage with our kids and have, have these conversations. And Brave is the p- perfect tool to have these conversations. Sure. Yeah, no, makes total sense. Have you seen, outside of just people subscribing to this, but have you seen just in general people being more attentive to their younger children trying to talk to them about these issues? For sure. For sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, we saw what happened in Virginia with the, the governor's race. Like, you know, there's there's an awakening going on and, and CRT um, is a big is sort of the big thing that that raised a bunch of awareness as to what's what's going on in schools and the COVID stuff where, you know, kids were getting taught online and parents could listen in from the other room of what was being taught and yeah. just it. it People, parents are waking up and and they're realizing that there's a systematic campaign to 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 more or less indoctrinate the children across across the country and and you know something in the thing is like we're not gonna we can't shelter our kids right and if this is if this is the world that they're gonna grow up in then our only choice is to prepare them for these messages so that they can discern you know, what's true versus what's lies and what's, what's real and what's not. And, and yeah, it just, it, it, it's no longer an option just to let them, you know, let them figure stuff out on their own because, you know, they're, it's, it's too, too crazy out there. Yeah. Well, and not just letting them figure it out on their own, but also just demanding the public schools actually do all of the education and teaching them about the world. I mean, we saw this with like the sex education all the way, you know, a few years back where it's like, Oh, yes, the teacher should be teaching this. I don't want to talk to my kids about this stuff and look how screwed up that's turned out. Now I think parents are starting to realize that while there is a public education system to teach the basics, it's still up to the parents responsibility to teach their kids about life and about life lessons and about more, Morals and values and standards, and I think, like you mentioned, people are starting to wake up to this again. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, we've got a lot of amazing teachers in this country, but, but, you know, it, it's becoming apparent that there's a lot of woke teachers out there and it doesn't take all that many to have an effect, you know, and, you know, if, if there are teachers out there who are going into teaching more or less to, to be part of like this progressive agenda, um, you know, it's just, it, it's an unfortunate reality, but, but the thing is we we're, our universities are churning out, you know, tons of humanitarian type degrees and there's not a lot of jobs out there for, for these people. And, and, and they're very passionate about their progressive agenda and without a lot of options, they turn to teaching to sort of make a difference in their eyes. And, <laughs> and, um, and so, so like the whole deal of Virginia, you know, even if, even if CRT, you know, is no longer, no longer sort of taught in the curriculum, you know, it's out outwardly stated that it's going to be taught. Still, you have plenty of these woke teachers that that are are gonna are gonna try to teach this to their kids. And, and the thing is, there's no, there's no, uh, there's there's no consequences for for them, and yeah. and, um, and and that's just why parents need to need to take matters in their own hands and and have these conversations with their kids. I think that's what they're doing. Bravebooks.us, bravebooks.us. Go and check it out. Subscribe to it. Get your monthly book for your kid. It's Trent Talbot, the CEO of Bravebooks. Trent, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. I appreciate it. Keep up the fight. Let's talk again real soon. Sounds good. Thank you, Andy. Always a pleasure, my friend. Lots more coming up. Stay here. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today for a pre-Friday celebration, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Wherever you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you very much. By the way, I'm getting some messages on social media in the email. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Yes, we uh, the official announcement. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. But our live streaming will be soon changed a little bit from our own stuff to actually going on. And we'll be sharing it all over so that way you can find it. But you can find them and search them as well on the OpsLens social media and the OpsLens app. They have a lot of followers. Just their Facebook page alone has almost a million followers. Yeah. I'm telling you, their website, their downloads for their app. If you have the app, download the app on Opsilens. They have shows going all day long. It's kind of like a network that I'm building myself with the Hoosier Media Network, but they're focused more so strictly on conservative content, traditional constitutional content, Second Amendment content. I'm doing a network that's just kind of podcast shows, not radio shows or TV shows, just podcast programs that are of any flavor that you want to talk about, and we'll have more information on that a little bit later as well. But Opsilens, those guys are awesome. We've partnered with them, and starting, I believe, uh, on Monday. That's why I've been holding off to announce it. But uh, starting on Monday, I believe, we're going to be start streaming on the Opsilens app. It's going to be on their website at Opsilens.com. It's going to be on their app, which you can download on your phone, your smartphone at Opsilens. It's on all of their social media. That's all the same social media that we already do on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and Twitch. But I decided that we need to start making this happen sooner than later because we just got banned off of YouTube again, and I'm done with them. I'm done. We just hit over 100 followers on YouTube. It's taken us a long time to and it took us a while because I don't really focus so much on YouTube, and I knew it was going to cause issues. So I don't promote really subscribing on YouTube, but we just hit 100 subscribers on YouTube, and now we're not really going to do much with it because they keep blocking us. Again, for ridiculous, stupid stuff. So to hell with you two. We're just going to go over and we're going to work with a great uh, app and a great website where they have their subscribers that reach nearly a million people every single day. And it's I don't know what their actual numbers are, but looking at their social media follows, I know it's close to something like that, and it's amazing. So we're super excited to be working with OpsLens, and they'll be taking over our streaming for a while, uh, it, for a long while, hopefully, partnering up with them, and we'll be sharing those out all over the place. So lots of big, cool stuff coming up here on the show. And I was going to kick it off for 2022, but why the heck not start it and get it ready? I know it's a little slow for the holidays right now. But uh, it's coming. So lots of cool stuff coming up. We also have some other big news that we'll do here as we get closer to stuff as well. Anyways, wrapping up, thanks again to Trent Talbot coming on the program. Great to chat with him. And we're going to continue to focus on the Ute of America, trying to get them educated. Uh, what did Rush Limbaugh used to say that, didn't he? The Ute of America? Yeah, we got to get them educated. Got to get them aware. Start thinking on how to think and not what to think, because why the heck not? Start at a very young age. I'm telling you, a little voice of reason, she is all about that. She's the one where she was just learning how to talk, and she I, I think I've told this story on the radio. She was babbling in the back seat one day, and just da, 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 learning how to talk. You don't quite understand everything that they're saying. And she said something I swore was the word she said, Obama. And I looked back at her to stop by and I said, Obama, did you just say Obama? And she rolled at two years old, year and a half, two years old, whatever it was, rolled her eyes at me and said, no, dad, dad, he's a bad man. <laughs> I mean, talk about a level upgrade for that little child. Yeah. <laughs> so there is that. We need to start them at that age and not really go partisan with it, but just make them learn how to think for themselves in question. Because right now we don't have people questioning things. We have the federal debt. We've talked about the debt ceiling being raised. Uh, the Biden administration officially signed the debt ceiling being raised today. Two and a half trillion dollars up to thirty one trillion dollars total for a U.S. debt. Back in 2013, it was like sixteen trillion dollars. 
back in 2013, 2014. So it's almost doubled in like the last seven to eight years. The amount that we owe as an individual per household, per income tax paying household with the federal debt, you owe as a family $287,000 per family household. To, according to how much debt is in the federal government and how much you owe based on the population size, each household owes $287,000 to try and consume that. Now they try and say, oh, the rich people will pay for it. They're already paying like near 40% of all the income tax in the nation. So well done on that one. They pay more than their fair share. That's how much we would owe as a personal debt to the federal government if we try to get out of our debts as a nation. That's not including private debt that's going on in the nation. That's only what the government owes to themselves because they keep printing money. They raise inflation. They do this stupid, really, quote unquote, smart quantitative easing process where they say it's really healthy to live in debt because they're not that bright. And if they would think about things in a commonsensical way, then they'd realize, well, that's really dumb. And blindly following people based on really scary headlines about the Omicron variant and COVID-19 is not the smartest thing either. Tomorrow, we got a lot more to get to. Uh, there is the latest court case out of the Department of Justice about families being separated at the border. Are we going to owe them $450,000, as some Democrats have talked about? We'll talk about that when we come back tomorrow to wrap up your week. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.